It's everyone's favorite show about all things Utah. A show where four hosts, and sometimes a guest, discuss whatever they want regarding Utah, and mostly stay on topic. It's the new Utah Podcast, with your hosts, Bree, Chris, Jeremy, and Jessica. And we're back in studio. It is episode 214 of the new Utah Podcast, and I need to turn my volume up just a smidgen. Uh, that's better. I just uh, want to say, last week was fun, but holy hot, I thought I was going to melt. Yeah, I don't know why it got so fucking hot. I don't remember it being that hot last no, time. No, that was weird. That was like surface of the sun kind of hot and no air. No, it was <laughs> not that fucking hot, Jerry. <laughs> it was not surface of the sun hot. I wasn't hot at all. You were probably just normal. For us hot bodies, it is. It was very warm for me. It was very warm. I'm glad Bree decided. Really what drove Bree's decision to get up and fan us is she was getting cold from the fanning, probably. See? <laughs> She's shaking her head yes. <laughs> you know, this is a audio formatted show, right? She's shaking her head yes what? again. <laughs> but it was it was fun. So check out last week's episode because it was a yeah, it was good episode. Um, it was a good episode. Um, yeah, it's been a week. Um, COVID rates have increased. Masks are required. Um, people are stupid. And I don't know what else to fucking say. Honestly, they keep we're we're hovering like five to six hundred. Sometimes spiking up to eight hundred positive tests a day, which is. Let's go. Let's get them all out of the fucking way, because school's going to open in a month and a half, and uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that. They're saying that we could be hitting 100,000 a day across the United States. Well, you know, the sooner we get to uh, mass herd um, acquisition of coronavirus, and the death rate still stays with the super old uh, or infirmed and is still low overall, maybe people will adjust things i don't know but the I, problem is is that now young people are getting it yeah we'll see how their we'll see how their rates how their hospitalization and death rates look yeah so that, that it will be interesting to see but look this had to happen at some point it was never not going to happen right it's true how do you not like exist as a society and not have this thing happen yeah and i I mean, look how many fucking lives have already been ruining from ruined from shutting down for like a month and a half tops. Like you realize, you guys realize, like that was it was like a month and a half that everything was completely shut down for. That's it. And even still, a lot is slowly. not recovering. Yeah, people aren't necessarily recovering. Businesses aren't recovering well. Well, um, and so a friend of ours went to the theater because theaters are opened. They're like. Me and my kids were the only ones in the entire theater. Yeah, well, and they're not showing new movies because there aren't new movies to show. Right. The first one that I know of comes out at the end of July, yeah. and that's Christopher Nolan's Tenant. Yeah, and that was done forever ago. That was probably supposed to come out in, like, March. Um, It was supposed to come out in April, yeah. And this is, so this is what, like, I've been thinking about in, in the world of movies the last few days, because I, like, I haven't had anything to look forward to, like, my trip to India got canceled. Kids graduation canceled. Like there's no, like I can't even schedule a fucking real vacation because there's like, it's irresponsible to do that. Definitely can't leave the country and the kinds of vacations I really want to take not happening. Right. So like, like yeah. And so, um, you know, I'm like, there's like even movies, like I like summer is a big movie time. We go to the movies a lot in the summer because I like the big, you know, 
Marvel blockbuster type movies and Star Wars franchise, and there's literally nothing coming out. And on top of that, none of it's being produced. So if we think the spell of stuff oh, not yeah. coming out, it's not because how do you produce a TV show or God forbid a movie like that's easily 50 to 100 people on set. Right? right between At sound least. and lighting and set yeah. and like you can cut some of that but you're going to end up with a good 50 people easily to work a production crew and that's that's pretty that's a pretty skeleton and anything less than that hollywood's not going to do because they don't want to put out low quality shit right yeah so anyway sorry that's I, I was just thinking about some of that and i was thinking about um schools like how do we how do you not open schools right and at least in this country, and how do you even fathom going back to a lockdown state? I don't think people will do it. And I think it's political suicide for any fucking politician to do it. Well, something also that happened this week that is related to this for Utah is that the East Coast states will not allow travelers from Utah. And then today they also announced that the EU will not allow people from the United States to travel over. So yeah, I'm not surprised by that. I mean, we blocked travel for a long time from a lot of countries. I, that that doesn't surprise me at all. We're not international travel has ground to a halt. Like people are not changing countries now. Yeah. Um, nowhere. I mean, India's had their fucking borders closed for like three months now, uh, and well, that's there's not a good sign of them opening back up. It's part part of why there's shortages in so many different things, like swimming pools, but. Cans, like, just, I mean, yeah. it seems obscure, but so many things, because it's not coming in, it's not coming out, we're not getting... There are still some goods transiting, but the other thing is, like, the whole world's in this situation, right? So the manufacture of something like an aluminum can slowed down, because factories like that are breeding grounds for... I mean, it's like what happened to the meatpacking plant up in Logan. Well, there was another... I saw another meatpacking plant today, not, not here in, in Utah, but it was... Milwaukee or something like that. Yeah. Exact same thing. Giant just, big factory processing of of meat, and it's like the worst kind of environment. The virus is going to spread like wildfire there. And then we had the chicken a couple months ago that we talked about, and that seems to be coming back. But yeah, it's just it's affecting everything and everyone. Yeah, it's far reaching. But I, that's like I just don't understand how they could fathom actually doing another lockdown. Full on lockdown. I don't, I, I don't think anyone would do it. I think people would revolt. I mean, what? You're just completely ruining lives. Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's, I've been thinking about it a lot today, which is probably not good for my mental state, honestly. Um, but, um, there's some other big stuff going on. Um, we'll talk more probably about COVID in a little bit, but there's other big stuff going on, uh, even over the last couple of weeks. Um, I want to talk first about fires because <laughs> Jess, um, you're close. You I just want to say thank you for being the only person, Chris, that texted me to make sure that my house was okay. Well, you know, I don't really I understand that. the difference between Saratoga Springs and Eagle <laughs> Mountain, so I wasn't sure well, which one you were in. So, well, first of all, we should talk about the one at Traverse because that happened first because it's happened all within like 12 hours of each yeah. other. <laughs> or maybe even less, was actually. Tra which day was Traverse? So, Traverse happened on Saturday night. Basically, don't light off fireworks, people. <laughs> That's the, the message here we're going to get through. Right. And some, I don't know if it was kids or a kid, uh, lit off Roman candles and set the whole side of Lehigh on fire. <laughs> um, 
my cousin lives in like a ravine that's just across the way. Well, didn't that actually hit like real close to homes in like Alpine? Um, I'm no, it didn't. It didn't get that far up. Okay. It was all like, um, like Micron, like that okay. area to yeah, the yeah. to like where the outlet like next are. to Highland and stuff up there. Uh, yeah. Is that yeah. the one that went right to people's backyards, like burned oh, down the back of their fence? Both did. Both yeah. fires did. Yeah. yeah. Both did. Yeah. Um, that one was four hundred and sixty-seven acres total. Which is still a lot, and it's like for how close amazing. to homes it was. It's really That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, for being that the close. fact that no structures were burned is unbelievable. unbelievable, actually. And when we went for a walk on Sunday morning, before like the wind picked up and stuff, you could still see the top of the hills like smoking, um, and the burn scars, unbelievable. <laughs> um, and then. At one o'clock on Sunday, the winds picked up and fires started in Saratoga Springs, um, down by Pelican Bay, which is about 10 minutes south of that, me. That would be Pelican Bay of Algae Lake in Utah. Yes. <laughs> um, so it, it actually started, I was listening to the news conference today, like four or five miles south of there. And that's how quickly it spread because... 12,500 acres already. The, yeah, because the winds were... They were um, crazy this weekend. Yeah, they. I think they got up to like 50 miles an hour out by my house. And fortunately, at the right moment, they shifted. And there was a gentleman that saw... Um, a bulldozer and basically made a fire line behind the houses. And I have no idea how many houses he saved, but thank heavens for that dude. <laughs> fire lines are good things. Yeah. Anyways, I haven't seen the burn scar just because like I can see the well, tip. If the wind had shifted, burning, so. right. Well, on the north end, if the wind had shifted again, it would have blown right over into Silver Lake for sure. Um, but the way that the clouds have been the last couple of days, it's put a shadow on it. So you can't really like see, yeah. but it, it's so, it's so interesting to look at the aerials of that because it was on those fences. And that yeah. was, I think it, it burned, burned down them. one structure. Yeah. Um, like a shed or something. No, it was, I think it was one house, Good. but it was like, a, like a cabin in the field kind of thing. I saw the pictures of the fences gone and like the trampolines melted. Yeah. And, yeah. But yeah. The and house the sightings. Saved. Like yeah. that's, that's really big to yeah. save your fucking house from a fire. You're going to have some, a little bit of smoke damage and, you know, probably have to fix the exterior, but that's a far cry from your house. Burning so they down. evacuated 3,100 people. And for anybody that's listening, uh, that doesn't understand Utah roads, there is literally one road in and one road oh, out yeah, of Saratoga Springs, yeah. and it's Redwood Road. 3,100 homes, 13,000 people. And then they closed it. And it's uh, it was still closed today. I don't know if they've opened it back up. But, Where did they did they have a place for the people to go? Uh, so they sent them to Westlake High School, which is like five minutes from my house. Um, the new, and then is that the new one? Um, I just want to point this out. It's a couple of years old. We are in during COVID DC time. And uh, they sent 13,000 people to like a couple locations. Well, and I mean, people went to yeah, people you know, went families' to family homes and stuff, and stuff like, that, like that. No, but, the, but, and that was a thing because, you know, people want to make donations and they're like, like, sorry, we can't take your donations because <laughs> of COVID. But, um, yeah, they, I think they, they lifted the order 
yesterday, I think, so people could go home, but... Still not fully contained? No. It's still only 75% contained, so I mean, I'm sure they'll get a hold of it. No. The, the been cooperative. It's not even... Sev- is it now? Yeah. Oh, seven, okay, Utah, that's UtahFireInfo.gov. Because uh, it wasn't earlier, so that's good. 12,500 acres. Yeah. Um, by the way, that I I don't know if I've told the story. Have I told the story about evacuating eight years ago from there? Oh, yeah, from yeah. The, the... The dump fire. Yeah. yeah. The tire dump. It's not. It's not a, <laughs> it's not have, a cool feeling. We used to have fucking parties <laughs> on the tire dump out there, and that was cool because like, the music was, you know, the big giant rave parties, and the music would reverberate off of the tires that are buried underground, and you could Bounce feel the back. ground like awesome. move. It was great. Well, I had a thought because... Like the hill behind my parents' house burned last year and burned their neighbors' houses to the ground. And the Bountiful Temple is up there. But they're in the process of building a new temple right where that would have come over the hill. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, I think that's interesting that they, I, I know anything could happen, but the, they wouldn't take that into consideration. <laughs> There's also the uh, power line fire out by Nephi going on right now. Oh, I didn't hear about is that. This, one. Is this the one down in Millard? Yeah, it's that thre- took it, out that freaking yeah, guy's farm. It's threatening a power plant, uh, a big commercial greenhouse still, and a high voltage, uh, high voltage lines. Yikes! Yeah, it's uh, that's why you got it. Saying the power line fire, it's about half contained at seven hundred acres. So that's that's down by Nephi Millard area. Um, there was the uh, the farmer. Uh, he's, there's a hay farmer down there that's estimated. At, he said at like half, like half a million dollars loss that's already. Wild. Yeah. There's the canal fire, uh, which is out in the fucking middle of nowhere, um, like like west of I-15 between like Fillmore and Nephi, I guess. Uh, and it's at sixty six thousand acres. Wow. Only ten wow. percent contained. Um, they did lift the evacuations that were in place from it. Um, Doesn't it seem like every year we talk about fires, and every year it seems like it's the worst year. Dude, ever. it's fucking fireworks, man. There's the the Rock Path fire. Not, not always. There was, I actually, so they thought that the Saratoga Springs was lightning, and there was a storm when it did happen, but they'll still, because it. That's also the shooting range area. Another 200-acre fire called the Volcano Fire down by St. George, human cause. That's 80% contained. Where's that one at? Uh, right by St. George. Oh. Um, there's another fire uh, down maybe closer to like where stupid Kanab is. I don't know. It's uh, the Wire Pass Fire is at 1,500 acres. You need to send out good juju. Tomorrow's the day that I find out if I got my lottery tickets to the wave. Speaking of Kanab. <laughs> also, there's Hiawatha Public Wood Collection uh, going on right now. Uh, it's open for public wood collection. You can get some tags for $6 a quart. Did we talk about this before? Or did I just see it? And I was like, that's no, actually really about, cool. We talked, talked about, about one, but it wasn't oh. that one. This one's Hiawatha. The other one was in Pride. Well, it looks like it's the same place. Oh, so. yeah, because you wondered if it was your yeah, deforestation it's not, dudes. It's not, by the way. Um, but... All of this fire news is to say that don't fucking light fireworks off. Like, if you're going to do it, do it. Point them at your neighbor's house. No. I'm just kidding. Also, fireworks aren't even legal until the 2nd of July. So for my fireworks, I've built a firework box that I can put the fireworks in and it, like, sandwiches them so they can't come out. And should they happen to fall over, they'll just burn my box up. That's ingenious. You can bring those over here. Blow up your neighborhood. I heard gunfire. 
Fuck. <laughs> but anyway, I, and I don't know. I don't know what shows are happening because I know like Park City canceled theirs. Still, the drive the drive in's been open, but they've been showing Footloose. No, and- I'm talking about fireworks fireworks show. shows. So they oh, did. They did one last weekend. It like Bluffdale, West Jordan, and Taylorsville. Like how they're going to do the stadium on fire. Oh yes, and so. <laughs> Um, well, I was gonna go sit on the on the on the west side of Redwood Road, but not but, now. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Know. So I don't know. I think we're gonna see a lot of fireworks in residential neighborhoods. I think yeah. we're gonna see a lot of people going to the ER, and I think we're gonna see a lot of fire trucks running around putting out fires in the neighborhoods. Have you ever seen a body part injured by fireworks? I've almost done it to myself when I was a stupid kid. I just saw one, and the hand was like completely split in half. Um, have your buckets of water, have your hose running. Yeah. Ready and running. And yeah. Ready Make out. your firebox. Your fireworks box. I water my lawn like from sunup till sundown. The Maybe you have so secondary water. Day of the fourth. Yeah. I wish I could do that and not pay $300. So my, my lawn's soggy on yeah. purpose because I always have stuff like You want to fill up a water tank truck and bring it over to my house? <laughs> Just fill up your truck with dirt. We need some in our front yard. Did you see yeah. the holes? Like really wet dirt. What are you? Are you just working? No, on I'm it? getting real soil. I'm getting real soil for that. We pulled out the stones that were around the tree because the grass grows inside anyway. Uh, so moving on to something totally unrelated than the grass in our front yard, <laughs> the holes around our tree. Um, Your flowers are looking nice out front, though. Thanks. I appreciate that. So, they actually color. survived this year. The hail didn't destroy them. The cold didn't they destroy them. <laughs> like, I'm, bl- I'm blown away. Like, they survived. They still aren't as tall as they usually get, but they've lasted a lot longer because, holy shit, it has been such a mild summer, right? It's fucking July. We still haven't hit triple digits yet. It snowed in the mountains last night. Yeah. What? What? Really? Yeah. Holy shit. It's, it, yeah. Snowbird had like record number. That's and it's it is the first. I mean, it's June thirtieth. It'll be July first tomorrow, and we haven't cracked triple digits yet. And like it was like forty fucking degrees the other day in the morning. This cold this morning. Yeah, and, was, yeah. yesterday morning was forty degrees, um, which is really fucking wacky. But I mean, I guess that's okay. So the lilies are doing great, but it's also uh, today, June thirtieth, is the primary election in the state of Utah. Did I tell you guys last week that we switched our vote? Yes. Or switched our party affiliation? Yep, because we talked about that and so did 106,000 of your closest friends. Yeah, well, uh, I'm wondering if all 106,000 of my friends that are um, paid by George Soros to vote for Republicans, um, I I wonder if they all got as many robocalls as I did because I have probably (laughs) gotten in a week and a half Three dozen? I'm not exaggerating. Like, I really think it's probably been close to 30-some-odd calls. I believe you. I've gotten at least two a day, and and that doesn't include text messages either. Yeah, I stop all those fucking text messages. That one pisses me off a little bit when I get a text message from a stupid campaign. The call's great because my phone just blocks them. It's a campaign I'm following. I don't mind, yeah. but I didn't sign up for any of those. Yeah, I don't want <laughs> you to send me your shit. John Huntsman. Like Pete Buttigieg is the only one that I signed up for, and I still get his. But uh, yeah, I didn't sign up for John so Huntsman either. The day we interviewed Burgess, I went home and there was a message from Burgess. He called you personally. He's like, he, "Hey, thanks for letting me call." He called me personally. You Marxist? Yeah, 
fucking social. And he said, <laughs> and he said, hey, fellow Utahn, you, you spawn of Satan. Uh, no, I, so I, I voted, uh, in the Republican primary, which is weird, but it's like basically the general election for us for a few seats. Uh, so we talked a little bit about it last week. Um, Today was the day. If you are listening to this podcast, you have missed your chance to vote in the primary. So don't fuck it up for the general because there's still a lot of important elections. Uh, you've lost your chance for governor and attorney general probably though. Um, this is a, this is for Utah. This is going to be a big election. That's a really big election. I mean, we're turning over, um, a bunch of stuff and I, you know, the, the governor's race, um, that's a, it's going to be a while. I think there's, it's pretty close. I think we'll see some concessions in the first couple of days. We won't get our first official numbers until like 10 o'clock, um, as we record this on, on the 30th. Uh, so we'll, we'll know when you guys start to listen to this, some of the results. Um, polling wise, I think Huntsman last I looked and, and Cox were pretty much neck and neck. Um, I think if we see someone pull out ahead early in the first three or four or five days, we'll probably see a concession. But if they, Maintain pretty close. Um, it's going to be a couple weeks probably. Um, that's just the thing with voting by mail, which Utah has been doing for a while. But in this election in particular, I think a lot of people are casting ballots. and It's going to take a while to collect all those because they've been delivered over the last several weeks. Yeah. I was really impressed from switch. When did you guys switch? Because I only switched like a few days before. We switched the very last day. Like yeah, we week. switched the very last day and like within... I did too, yeah. We got our ballots on Saturday. Fast. I think I got mine on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So we switched on that Friday and got our ballots on the Saturday after. So it's pretty fucking impressive. Sherry Swenson's a beast. Did you switch, Jer? I didn't switch. Sherry Swenson's an awesome, awesome person. Uh, she's really... Her office has been fantastic with all this stuff so i'm a fan i didn't know harper was up for re-election uh who wayne harper oh my cousin's father-in-law oh yeah that passes all the (laughs) stuff yeah so um yeah and i'm even down to the council seat that's uh got competition in the primary which i think is stupid that council has any kind of primary but whatever um even that seat is up for, uh, I was getting robocalls from both people on that one. Fred Cox and I don't remember the other dude's name. Hmm. Um, got for robocalls. For city council? Yep. Salt Lake, not city, but county council. Oh. Like I think seat three, uh, for county council. Um, anyway, yeah, the robocalls, man. I hope to fucking God they stop because they're really annoying. Is that only a Republican Party thing? Because I never get that from the Democrats. Well, I think it's been heavy. Or being, I mean, unaffiliated, I wouldn't have gotten either. But. I, I It must be because I never, I, I've gotten some from Democrats, usually from campaigns that I've signed up for, but not like this. But also in the state of Utah, we don't really have contested primaries for Democratic seats most of the time. Usually it's one person because they have a hard enough fucking time filling all the vacancies with with candidates. So um, anyway, that's uh, that's news on the election. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm coming in so quiet. Turn my gain up a little bit here. Maybe that'll help. I just I'm recording really quiet. Uh, are there any events, Jess? Everything's being canceled because our COVID numbers keep going up and up. I and have up to turn up. the calendar. Should we, should we read through our? 
Yeah, we could do that. Item of the day. All right, you 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 do whatever you got while I go get our calendar. No. <laughs> She's got no. nothing. No, I didn't. I, I sorry, I was I just didn't get to events, but obviously all the farmers markets are going on. So that's good. We can make sure and and they're all over the valley. And so I'll, I'll clear tell up you. to Logan clear down south to Provo. The price of meat in the grocery store, especially beef and pork, is going up and up and up. Yeah. And guess where it's not going up is at the market. And guess what? Well. There are prices <laughs> There are prices at the market better than prices at the store, especially if you're looking for nice cuts of meat. The market is, is going to be competitive. Canyon Meadows Ranch is the best. I mean, I got a porter. So Porterhouse goes for like $10 a pound normally. Uh, and it's been going up higher. I got it for eight fifty a pound at the market. Nice, that's awesome. Um, did I say porterhouse? Yeah, because I didn't mean porterhouse. I meant London broil. Oh. <laughs> porterhouse <laughs> is was, like twenty something dollars a pound. I usually. always get flat iron steak from um, Canyon Meadows because that's the best on my grilled pizzas. So I didn't. There are some events coming up, but I haven't seen any like stipulations on how they're going to be run like i saw that the urban flea market posted a date but i don't know how that's gonna happen so i don't want to talk about it yeah i don't blame you i i actually <laughs> wonder if fanex is going to be able to happen um i'm i'm guessing they're having a hard time unless, getting guests lined up and yeah they're gonna have to get a mass gathering permit and they're not gonna get it right now yeah when is that supposed to be the end of September? No, like the beginning, Middle. like September 11th. Oh. Right around there. I'd be surprised if they end up doing it. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. They haven't really said anything, and I think they're maybe just trying to bide their time and see, but it's getting to that point where it's like, it's just not going to happen, guys. There's a meteor shower happening right now. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to go see, it. see that video. It's not a, it's not a very, like, well, call, like, uh, Active one. one. Yeah, because I had never even heard of it before. So Friday night, I left my house at like 10.15 and drove out to the edges of Five Mile Pass and took some astrophotography. Did you see any murderers? And no, but my allergies were That seems uh, like a murdery kind of road. <laughs> no, it's pretty busy. You would she have a hard out, time. She was out on Five Mile Pass and she heard a sound. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It was the mice, the field mice. <laughs> That's what she thought. She sat back in her car to go home. And a mysterious figure appeared behind her with a garrote. Choked her out. With a grope? A garrote. garrote. Oh. Garrett. Garrett. Whatever. Uh. Piano wire. <laughs> Put some piano wire around her neck and like just pulled it all the way through. No. Snapped her spine. It was, I didn't realize how far out I drove though. I was like, drove like 25 minutes out. I was like, oh. Speaking of <laughs> fucked up shit, I've been watching Another Life. Is it Another Life? Is that the name of it? The Katie yes. Sackhoff sci-fi show that Netflix put out. Uh, and like, there's a scene where this chick has her entire nervous cord, like, pull itself out of her body. Her like, across the floor. Not just the, not just the, not like the spine, but the actual nervous system. Like, all of her nerve endings and like the column. Like, pull out of her neck and like crawl on the floor was the most crazy fucking thing I've seen in a while. I've been watching The Floor is Lava. Oh my god. I, I tried to watch, watch it. That. It's funny. <laughs> I tried to watch it and I fell asleep in the opening credits. So It's pretty good. I thought it's, it's pretty it's pretty funny. 
Sorry. Okay. What's the uh, all right? So I did for, for no for July first. What is July first? Right, so first of all, let's do so monthly no. observations for the month of July. Okay. I won't read all of them, but I'll go through a few of them. And the very first one is awesome. Anti boredom month. <laughs> Pretty sure something really big is going to have to happen. My birthday's in July, and I don't think anything's going to happen for it. Well, it is baked bean month. That means farts. Got it. Cell phone courtesy month. What? Like, don't talk on your phone while you're in the bathroom? Maybe. Yeah. Don't fucking do that ever. Grilling month, which that makes sense, right? Yeah. Too bad my grill's broken. Hot dog month, ice cream month Hot also. Month. That makes sense. Unlucky month for weddings. That's because it's too damn hot. And world watercolor month. And cakes fall apart. <laughs> That's why it's unlucky for weddings. So so any of those items you can enjoy all month. Okay, so July 1st, which is... But not after July. No, after July, it's too late. It's all bets are off. No baked beans. Ice cream and baked beans do not taste good together nope. after July. But during July, you can make baked bean ice cream, and it's fine. And it's, it's awesome. Especially if you grill it up. Which explains why... Uh, the first is Creative Ice Cream Flavor Day, Ginger Snap Day. I guess I need to make ice cream tomorrow. That's what this is telling it's me. It's a sign. Postal Worker Day and U.S. Postage Stamp Day. Yeah. <laughs> then we roll into Chocolate Wafer Day, Eat Your Beans Day, mm, beans. Fried Clam Day, What? and everybody's favorite, International Drop a Rock Day. Wait, what day is that? The third. Are you like dropping it or like chucking it? Just you, you you skip the second? Yeah, it's Anaceta Day. But, but yeah. you can't skip a whole goddamn day. The whole calendar is called National Day Calendar. Anaset. Anaset? What is Anaset? I don't know. Let's Google it. I don't know, but why would you skip a day? All right. Well, look it up. You look up Anaset and let's see what that's all about. Jess is looking it up. <laughs> it's a liqueur. A liqueur. I see. I shouldn't have skipped that. Yeah, well, shouldn't. We don't right. dick. So July fourth, barbecue spare rib day, Caesar salad day. Chris, it should be your famous. It's an anise flavored liqueur. Mm. I've got. I've got some of that. Hop a park day, and of course Independence Day. For who? The fourth. For who though? Who's Independence? Ours. The Who's fourth. July fourth. Who's us? I don't know what you mean Who's by they? ours. Who's they? We're free, so we don't have to fucking deal with stupid regulations and lockdown shit. That's right. Yep, I'm not, not wearing a mask. Okay, the fifth. Just kidding. I just Fuck ordered, your mask. I just ordered more. <laughs> yeah, we did too. We just got into two new pollution masks. Actually. I got I got what we do in the shadows mask. I'm very I, excited. <laughs> we kept having this issue where like we would go somewhere together, and my mask is almost always in my car, and Bree's mask is in her car, but then we'd never have two masks. And so we decided to get another mask Stunt. each so we could have... One of each in the car. In the car. That's good thinking. All right. The fifth Sunday, apple turnover day. Can you use ice cream on that apple turnover? I think you should because it's ice cream month. So. That's like a hand pie. You can't really eat a hand pie with ice cream. It's oh, weird. Best hand pie this weekend. Bikini day. Yes, I'm wearing one. Polka dots. Sweet. Graham cracker day. Stripes on top, polka dots on bottom. And Hawaii day. Let's not talk about Hawaii right now. All right, let's move on to Monday. Is Fried Chicken Day. <gasps> Popeye's coming in. And Hand Roll Day. Mm. And next Tuesday when we come. So, wait, I could go to Popeye's and Sakana and ask Sakana to make me a hand roll. You know who makes good hand rolls is um, 
Um, what's the all-you-can-eat sushi place uh, downtown on like 4th and, and West Temple across from the Is liquor simply? store? Simply Sushi. They make yeah, good hand rolls. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what we need? We need conveyor belt sushi in Salt Lake. Somebody needs to open that. Yeah. It's the best. I don't think anyone's opening restaurants right now. Yeah. It's <laughs> probably not the best idea. All right. So the next Tuesday when we convene again is Dive Bar Day. Not going to have a lot of those, though. Birch Tiki Lounge has been closed for a long time. Macaroni Day and Strawberry Sunday Day. Nope. That can go right in the fucking garbage. So there you go. That's okay. our upcoming week of events. It's a lot of grilling. I got a lot of food to make, babe. Uh, do we have any other events, Jess? No, not really. No. It's Fourth of July. Uh, there's never. There's always lots of shit. Usually on the Fourth of no July. No parades. But nothing's no fucking fireworks. happening. Yeah. Uh, barbecue. Sure, I'm sure there's gonna be lots of barbecues. Uh, there's fireworks on the TV. Just turn it to the fireworks channel. They, I think they're still doing the ones uh in New York City, if I saw correctly. So you can watch those on. They usually broadcast those. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe they'll do another firework like the one they did in San Diego years ago where like all of the fireworks went off at the oh, same yeah, time. Oh, yeah, like two off seconds. Off like five barges. The barge. The just, <gasps> was it like two years ago that happened? It was two longer than that. Ago. It was a while ago. But that was like one of the coolest things ever. Like It like lit up the, like 20 the noonday seconds, sun. Yeah, <laughs> 20 seconds of super bright light on five barges and then nothing. That's sad. <laughs> it was really sad. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay, so we'll move on um, to uh, some COVID happenings because um, you know what else do we talk about? It is oh, you know we didn't mention this. It's the uh, it's the famous Utah episode. Um, it is the last episode of the month. We are doing a famous Utah, so hopefully thirty minutes in, um, you didn't leave and you're going to listen to that part. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I forgot to tell you, uh, our friend Kelly. Formerly known as Harriet Winston, still known as Harriet Winston, but not so often. Only in a second life. Uh, has so I think I've talked about Edith's Collective up in Malad that I visited. Oh, our sticker got added to the fridge today. Yes, excellent, most excellent. I know. Uh, so yeah, Utah. I think we already talked about numbers. Um, I don't know if we want to keep talking about numbers, but 676 positive cases yesterday. I bet it's about the same today. Um, was that yesterday? No, that was Friday. No, this was this was when they, the mandate came out. Be- oh, yeah, the mask mandate. Because that day, they hit 676. <laughs> so they officially made it a mandate. Today was 500 and something. At least so far, right? 553. Um, that was from, I guess, technically that would be yesterday's number, right? 553. Yes. Yeah. So... So it's officially a mandate. I know I've kind of been talking about it, but Salt Lake County and Summit, Summit County. County. It's now officially a mandate to so wear masks. If you're going to be out in public in close proximity to people, like at the store, you have to wear a mask. Don't be a fucking asshole to the people at the front door of the store that tell you you have to wear a mask or you can't come in. Just put on the goddamn mask, do your shopping, and go home and bitch to someone at home. Just fucking wear the mask. It's not that big of a deal. No. And if you don't want to wear the mask, just go fucking run your foot over and go home and not get anything at the store. Run your foot over it? I I will say, look, no one's probably going to get tickets for them. But what mandating the masks does is it empowers businesses to be able to say you have to wear a mask, even though they wanted to. Like, fucking Harmons has had signs, and they finally did it before the county, but it gives them the ability to fall back and say, it's the law right now. You have to. 
And uh, at the farmer's market on Saturday, um, Allison was walking around telling the the vendors, they like, you have the right to refuse business. Well, and that, there was that little there was that little butcher shop downtown that was requiring masks, and people were throwing a fit. But this is a good example. It gives them the ability to say, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, it's mandated." You yeah, know. like just fucking do it. Look, here's the thing: you either wear a mask, or they try to do some sort of fucking lockdown again and shut a bunch of shit down. Yeah, and much no easier to just that. wear the mask. Just fucking wear a mask. Go get a fucking bandana and put it over your face. That's all you need. There's also I didn't I, I didn't print it, but there was a a link. To I think this story that said if you don't have a mask and need one, that there's volunteers mm-hmm. you can get one for free. Yeah, it doesn't cost it. Just fucking go to Harmon's. They have them at the front door. They're reusable. Well, I know like um, Maya says that Peterson's has a whole section mm-hmm. of them that they're selling for between four and six dollars. Yeah, like little they're nice, nice they're cute, cute masks. Yeah. yeah. Well, and okay, look. Um, when it comes to to wearing masks, um, they're they're most effective when more than one person wears them, where the recipient and the giver both wear them. The, reci- the recipient, <laughs> yeah, the of, recipient the giver. of COVID and the giver of COVID. <laughs> if you both wear your You're masks, not wrong. Then th- that's the whole point, right? So wear your damn mask. Stop your bitching. You fucking wear a shirt when you go to the store. And don't tell me that you can't fucking breathe in the mask. Because I've seen a lot of fucking studies and the best was the girl that I saw that did a video. She's like, I have really bad lungs. I have extreme asthma problems. But here, let's check my O2 saturation because I have an O2 saturation monitor because my asthma is so bad. Breathing normally. This is where I'm at. With this mask on, with an M95, with a fucking like a goddamn military grade mask that's similar to an N95. And she's like, it's all the same. It's still at 98% saturation. So wear your fucking masks, idiots. There's a, on Twitter, there's a doctor who is local to Utah. He works for Intermountain Healthcare. Uh, he's the director of JI Oncology <laughs> and his Twitter feed is the best about all of this. And he has, um, really like made it a point to, make fun of the people that are like, I can't, I can't breathe. <laughs> and, um, I, I was trying to find one of his recent posts that, uh, coronavirus, car- like coronavirus can affect its host without their knowledge. Like, he's, <laughs> 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 he went um, on, he, he actually did a video in the hospital, uh, and he said, I made a discovery. And yes, you can try this at home. And he has, um, he has like, he put every single mask from the box on his face and tested his OT on his O2. Oh my God. <laughs> but he, but he's just like, he's really making light of it, but he's also like, stop being like also, shitheads. <laughs> nice non shitty Karen. I know there's at least one of you. Um, I'm sorry. Your name's Karen. You should probably I know get my it changed. mom's name is aunt. You should probably change your name. <laughs> I have an aunt, Karen. Well, you know, if most Karens weren't total bitches, maybe this wouldn't be an issue. Um, the governor also approved uh, today, actually, um, the uh, Utah State Board of Education's planning requirements for reopening of schools. Did they get into much detail? Um, the article doesn't, but it actually goes to a, a link of the, the actual planning requirements that the, the Board of Education posted. Because um, I know, so with Heather working at the school, one of the things that they've been discussing is an every other day. 
Yeah. So, so each school is kind of deciding some of their own stuff. They have some guidelines. The couple of real key things. August 1st, they all have to publicly post that stuff on their website, whatever their back to school plan is going to be. Um, and it has to be approved by the local school board or the charter body that's governing. So what they were saying. You still watching videos over there? Cause you just looked at me and started laughing. <laughs> I just- I'm sorry to interrupt. So he went viral because of a, of a tweet that he made six days ago. And he said, Phew, I was worried my CO2 levels would be high after wearing a mask all day in clinic. But then I remembered I have lungs, kidneys, homeostasis, <laughs> and at least a rudimentary understanding of human physiology. Well, I just found the tweet that he posted like a couple days after. And he was like, I've literally received feedback from this. My most popular tweet ever. Like, what do the kidneys have to do with it, you quack? And he said, it's amazing when your critics prove your point for you. Maybe they're <laughs> hyperbaric. <laughs> then, then somebody below says, how come you always have the right comebacks? And, he, and Dr. Lewis says, I have enough oxygen going to my brain and CO2 leaving my lungs. <laughs> like, this is his old Twitter feed and it's so. I saw that one. Good. I need to, I want, I hope. I would love to get him on the show, but he's so funny. I love it. She I got a T-shirt it. that says that on it. No. Anyway, so with the sorry, with <laughs> at least the at least the grade school, what they're talking about is every other day. So, so the, it's the normal class size, whatever, thirty kids, but they split it. Only fifteen come in a day. That way, they can be spread out, and then in class one day, and then at home mind. on the computers the next day, and then they don't get recess. They have to have lunch in their classroom, things like that. So, um, the, the, all the plans have to address the following elements according to the State Board of Education. Repopulating schools, uh, communication and training, accommodating individual circumstances, meaning like high risk or personal decisions, um, basically Karens that don't want their kids to go to school because they're terrified of COVID. Um, they're also probably anti-vaxxers, um, most of the time. Uh, enhanced environmental uh, hygiene and safety, uh, and school schedules um, all have to be addressed. They also have to implement uh, mitigation actions in school settings, so classrooms, uh, transitional areas, office spaces, all that sort of stuff. Um, basically, they have to um, mitigate the risk, so they have to indicate what they're doing to mitigate risk, like how are they cleaning more frequently, are they limiting students in the hallways, are they not allowing students to touch walls, um, blow their nose on their sleeves and then fucking rub it on everything because that's going to happen anyway. Um, they need to monitor for incidents, um, how they're going to contain outbreaks, uh, and um, how they plan to address temporarily reclosing if they have to. Um, so those are all things that they have to do. Um, and the state has some requirements on that stuff as well. Um, if you go to school, Schools.utah.gov. I don't know if it's on the, I'll look and see if it's easy to find on there. Um, the KSL posted an article about it and they have a link right in the article to it. Um, let's see. Are these the same guidelines that they're going to use for like, um, universities and stuff too? This is, this is just public schools right now. Um, and so yeah, if you, Go to schools.utah.gov. Their big banner is coronavirus resources. Uh, and, um, you can see like there's a reopening schools thing there and it's got the whole list of requirements. But basically the biggest thing that you need to know is August 1st, your school district has, has to have your school, not just your district, your individual school has to publicly post on their website their plan. 
by August 1st. Um, and so there's a lot of requirements. Um, it's pretty extensive. It's like nine pages of a table that is like... It's hard, especially with the, the grade schools, because every year the flu ravages the grade schools. Dude, it's... Look, here's my thought. There's no way... Look, America is not equipped to have a generation of kids that don't go to school for a year. Nope. Just think about how hard the last two and a half months of school being missed were. Not just on the kids, but on the fucking parents. Yeah. And to be clear, 90% of those kids didn't learn a goddamn thing those last three months. All the classes got pass-fail grades for the most part. Even in fucking colleges, they got pass-fails. Um, it's... It's not an environment when you, especially younger kids, when you're used to learning uh, in a specific way and then you shift that and now you're doing everything online. You're asking an eight-year-old to self-teach or to have parents teach something. That's just not reasonable. There's a reason parents aren't teachers most of the time. Um, well, and the parents work. Yeah. And they've, and if you've got the kids at home, cause none of the, the childcare centers are open, that's also a concern, right? So even if school's open and let's say they do like an AB shifting day where they have half the class in once and then the other half the other day, what do the parents do on those odd days, right? It's the, you put them in a childcare center. What's any different than the school then at that point? If the childcare centers are open, if they're not open, then you have to be at home every other day. Mm-hmm. Which um, just, I don't know. I mean, it's just a cycle. It's, it's, yeah. And honestly, I don't care if you cut the class sizes in half and space the kids out in the class. It does not fucking matter. You are not going to keep them apart. You are not, you might help slow the spread of germs. To me, the biggest thing that they should be doing is temperature scanning the kids when they come into school. Yeah. And checking to see if they have any symptoms. Kids don't hide symptoms. They're not adults. When they have snotty noses, you can see it. When they cough, they fucking cough in open air. And when you have a kid that has visible signs, visible signs of being ill, they're not allowed in. Yep. That's how you have to do it. You have to quarantine those individuals in a space. So you could like put them in the gym in the morning when they come in. If they show signs of sickness, they go sit in the gym uh, in a quarantine space. Because my guess is the nurse's office isn't going to be big enough. And the parents have to come get them. And that's just how it has to be. And they can't come back to school until they've seen a doctor and gotten an okay from a doctor. That would be the best way, I think, to try to help contain it. Look, we already know there's a lot of people with asymptomatic cases, right? We're not going to stop those from spreading. But when you can get the sick kids and say, don't come to school, don't bring them to school, and people are more, it's just like with work, right? If you don't go to work sick, and you have the the means to be at home. Now, that being said, schools need to be prepared to be able to provide um, resources to kids that are gone because of coronavirus, right? Like, they have to be able to see classroom stuff. And I think that's where online education can supplement. That's my thought. That's the fuck's going on over there. It's <laughs> your phone. phone going off in the thing. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> what is going on over there? <laughs> I don't know. It's vibrating. Well, we'll see. Well, the next few weeks will be telling. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. I don't think they cannot reopen schools. I really, I, I don't know who in their right mind thinks that we can totally shut a country down for a full year. It's, uh, I just don't know. That's not the answer because it's not going away. Um, 
I did a, a, speaking of masks and mandates, I did a little bit of, well, our friends from Dead History posted it first, and I dove a little bit deeper, but uh, in 1918, there were plenty of people that didn't want to wear masks then either, and they called them mask slackers, and um, sanitary... Um, sanitary oh. Susans? No, <laughs> I just, I can't remember. Sanitary that. shitheads? Basically. No, anyways, but it was very interesting, and so San Francisco put a mandate... And it only went from October 25th to November 21st. So I just feel like San Francisco was really hard hit by the Spanish flu. A a breath and take a breath, put your mask on, you'll be fine. Yeah. But I can't breathe when I have my mask on. That's why you take a breath first (laughs) and you hold it the whole time. Look, if I can wear a goddamn mask in dog training with 20 people, a room full of noisy-ass dogs that's hot as fuck, and go outside and wear a mask in 90-degree weather or 85-degree weather, however fucking hot it was, for an hour, you can wear a fucking mask in the grocery store. You know where you don't... Spartans. You know... (laughs) Sanitary Spartans. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. You know where you don't have to wear a mask? In your fucking car on the way to the fucking store. Put it on. When you get out of the car, you dumb fucks. (laughs) <laughs> like, we can't wear a mask for two hours. Better. How long are you going to be in Harmons, dude? How long are you going to be in... It takes you two hours in Walmart? All you got was a fucking quart of oil. What were you doing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, um, one really cool thing that has come out of uh, all of this... Um, I get to work from home? Two really cool things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, so some BYU professors... Um, managed to design a Bluetooth stethoscope to help keep healthcare workers safe. So, I mean, I, I don't know how there's not a fucking stethoscope that wasn't designed like this to begin with. Um, but they use a open source design, a, like open source 3D print design. <laughs> what do you mean to begin with? Bluetooth didn't exist back then. No, but it's been around. How long has fucking Bluetooth been around now? How, how have they not thought to like, Create a stethoscope that they could do it, use at a distance. From a distance. I don't know. <laughs> so 50, p- 50 feet uh, to pair up it with uh, headphones or a speaker. Um, the patient holds it up to, you know, wherever they're supposed to, and the doctor gets to hear. What a what a genius thing. So thanks to you, BYU professors, for uh, thinking outside the box. Hopefully um, no one's already patented it and we'll sue you later for it. Um, that's mm-hmm. most likely going to happen, but, uh, good on you for building it. Cause I think it's, uh, it's cool and it's needed. It says they're less than $20 to make with a 3d printer. Yeah. Dude, 3d printing so cheap. It's unbelievably cheap. It's great. Um, we'll talk about some other stuff, uh, in a little bit, maybe, uh, we'll end the show on some, maybe some fun notes. Um, but we're going to do our famous Utah. Um, so Jeremy picked this week. Um, I wish I would have put more thought into it before I let him pick. Cause honestly, the guy's kind of interesting, but he's, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I didn't... sorry. I was, I was distracted. Sorry. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> I picked him because the, the, because the mansion, the McEwen mansion here in Salt Lake is super, super famous, very it's, famous, national especially to architects landmark. So I thought, boy, it would be cool to find out more about him. Why am I cracking? I don't know, so dude. Bad. I don't know what's going on. It's my wires. It's, so I need to... it's probably the mic or something. Just keep going. 
Okay. So I picked him because I thought it would be cool to find out more because the house is awesome and almost everybody who lives in Utah knows about the McEwen Mansion downtown. Anyway, that's why I picked him. And it, there is some cool stuff about him. He did some cool stuff, but but there was far more information on his house than there was on Yeah, him. <laughs> like that's that was what I found when I was researching him. I was like, I don't give a fuck about I mean the house is cool, but I want to know about the dude and the dude, dude the dude was only as famous as his house let him be. Um he was uh so it's uh it's it's um Alfred McCune. Alfred um, Double McCune. And you know, his Wikipedia page like has almost as much information about his dad as it does him. <laughs> which which hey, let's talk a little bit about his dad because that was really interesting. So his, his parents are from Scotland. Because- yeah, well, sort of. Not really. So um uh his dad isn't his dad the one No, yeah, okay, yeah. His dad's from, from Scotland. Yes, yeah, Scotland. They were British, from- that's right. Um then he joined the British Army in 1830-something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they he basically, he ends up getting stationed in India, in uh, Calcutta, mm-hmm. um, which, if you're not familiar with world history, um, uh, England, um, Great Britain, decided to go around the world and plant its flag in a bunch of places and claim them. And so India was one of those places that they said, hey, this is ours. Just like America, hey, this is ours. Um, even though there were people there already. That didn't matter. No, no flag, no country. Right? It had a lot to do with the East India Trading Company. Mm-hmm. Whoever mm-hmm. owned real estate in India owned a stake in the East India Trading Company. So they had big military there. Uh, they had bases. So um, as a result, you know, they were stationed in – and it's not like stationed today because there's not a lot of travel internationally back then. Basically, when you go to this, when you go to a place like Calcutta to get stationed, you basically just there. Like that's, it's not three years. It's, it's a long time. Yeah. They ended up having how many kids? Seven kids and one, seven sons and one daughter, Mm -hmm. uh, all born in Calcutta, most of which stayed in Calcutta, I believe, uh, and died in Calcutta. Um, but that's where Alfred was born. Yeah. And they went there, it was the year they were married that he got assigned. Yeah, and Alfred was the second youngest, I think. Uh, of the first wives. Yeah. Yeah, I don't count the other wives because those are like post-Mormon. Mm-hmm. So this is yeah, all so pre-Mormon. He was second to last. He was second to last. So, But while in Calcutta, um, there were a couple sailors that visited them, and uh, those sailors happened to be Mormon missionaries and uh, turned them into a bunch of Mormons. This sounds like the beginning of the story for most of our famous Utahns. They almost all end up being Mormons and then get here, basically, right? Yes. Um, but his they uh, th- th- his family didn't come to Salt Lake City, did they? Not for a while. Yeah. Uh, so they, they end up going back to London where he uh, retires, I guess you could say, from the, the Army. Service, yeah. And then they go from Calcutta to New York. Yeah. Okay. And they actually spend, I think, a couple of years in New York. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then they end up coming out to Utah in 1857, uh, where they spend some time in Farmington, and then they are assigned to Nephi by Brigham Young. So they yeah. move to Nephi to help settle Nephi. Got to go settle Nephi and kill some engines. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't that That's some what pipes? you do. Different kind of Indians than what he was used to. <laughs> He's like, hey, Brigham Young, I can just imagine this conversation. Hey, uh, Matthew. Yeah, Matthew McCune. You uh you fought them Indians back in uh, <laughs> that other in India, right? 
Yeah, these are like the same thing, so you'll be fine to fight them here, right? That's the same thing. Just dress up. These ones have feathers, not dots. You can do but it. But you can still shoot them. He had fifth. The, the dad had fifteen more children after when he married yeah. his second, third wife. Okay, look, this is what I'm going to say about Mormonism in like the 1800s. Okay, if I'm a dude, right, and I've got a wife and a bunch of kids, because that's what you did back then. You just fucking had kids because most of them were going to die anyway. Um, but if I'm a dude and I have a wife and kids and like that's normal, and some guys come up to me and they're like, "Hey, let me tell you a little story." First off. You want to marry more women and have sex with more women and it's okay in the eyes of God? Join our church. So you join the church and you're like, shit, yeah, more wives, more kids. Carry on my name. How easy is that of a conversion for a dude? Must be. He had three wives. Three wives and like, what, 15 plus 7, so 22 kids? Something. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Like you said, a lot of them died. How much semen did that guy have? 22 children. I just want you to think about Matthew McCune's semen for a second. (laughs) 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 Let's just have a moment of silence for all his his little swimmers. Should we move on to Alfred now? Yeah. So we're really here to talk about his son, (laughs) Alfred. So uh, Alfred. So Alfred's born in Nephi. Uh... At age 19, he starts working as a laborer for the Union Pacific Railroad that at the time was going through uh, Echo Canyon in Summit County. He wasn't born in Lehigh. He was born in... Oh, no, no. That's right. That's right. He was born in Calcutta and then moved to New York and Chicago and Utah. Yeah, he traveled with everybody else. Utah. He was a baby, is my guess, in Calcutta. So uh, So that's when he's 19. He's working as a laborer. When he's 23... Uh, oh, all of the children were born at Fort William, and three of the boys and the daughter died there. Yeah, so half of the seven or eight kids died in Calcutta. And then the other 15 came from the other wives. Yeah. They would have all lived if they were born today. Probably. Just saying. We don't let babies die anymore. Probably. So at 23 years old, uh, he starts his first business with a partner, and he starts to supply the railroad workers with hay, grain, and provisions. So this is how he gets started. He's helping provide for the railroad. Um, Then he starts to help with the Utah Southern Railroad extension from Milford to Frisco. Um, And then they open these, him and two other gentlemen open a general store in Milford. And boy, they got fucking rich as shit. Which provide, which proved highly profitable, it says. Yeah. (laughs) Open a... Can you edit the Wikipedia page to say that? They got rich as shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, think about it, because this is, this is back in the 1800s, like the late, like 1880s, I think, is when they opened uh-huh. the store. Um, so they open a general store in Milford, which right now, if you said Milford, Utah, people are like, where the fuck is Milford, Utah? Right? We talked about it earlier. Actually, there's a fire there um, burning lots of shit between Nephi and Provo. Um, but anyway, um, that's like a, that's a stop on the railway. And it's a stop before a bunch of mining communities. And it's a place to get supplies. Silver mining was a big boon back then. It's a place to get supplies. You open a general store, you're going to make a fucking killing. Yeah. Well, and plus, that that was the only way to get to California. Yep. Was that route. And not, not that they would have been the only store going to California, but they would have been. No, but think about it. That's like Provo is probably your next closest place. And at that time... That's what, Provo's like 60 miles probably from Milford? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not quite 60 miles, but you're talking about on horseback. 
right? With wagon trains, like that's a stop. So I would, I, I'm guessing between him and probably Cove Fort would have been like Maybe. the next stop. So yeah. like a hundred plus miles. Yeah, like that's it. So what a great place to build a general store. It's like that last gas station where it says next gas, 700 miles. So like, fuck, turn it around then. <laughs> <laughs> My car will not go that far. So then, with the money he makes off that, they open a 6,000-acre, 2,400-head of cattle and horse ranch to also provide uh, for, the, for the railroad and the people coming through. And then he gets married. For yeah. the first time. Didn't he get married like three times? Um, I don't know, but she was, no, I think, she was born in England. I think and she was his only wife, I, th- I think. I, I don't remember reading about another wife. They had all these kids, and they named him fairly, fairly well. Alfred Jr., you know, Harry Earl Raymond, Sarah Faye, which we're guessing is named after the mom. I love Jacketta. They, wait, they have Frank, then Marcus. One of their kids, they named Jacketta. That's because they were naming it after Jack, but it was a chick, so they're like, okay, just add it. But a, then add they a. had another boy. That's like my cousin that didn't think that they were going to have another kid, and so they named their... Their daughter Scotty, Look, so is, that Scott could have like a, and then they had a boy, and they had to name him Drew, so he didn't get his. This dad's is name. the 1850s. You should have named the boy Scott and the chick Scotty, and you could have had Scott and Scotty. Uh, people do that. People fucking absolutely it's like George do that. Foreman. All of his oh, kids, are George. That's the dumbest thing ever. That's okay. I'm gonna name. Um, I'm gonna adopt a girl and name her Jacketta. <gasps> Let's get another dog, and I'll name the dog Jacketta. Jacketta. You can name your car that. No, my car doesn't need a name. It's just a car. <laughs> the girls have the girls have named their cars. No, my car's just a car. Cassie's car is Jerry and Sean's car. No. Yeah. Sean's car is Jerry and Cassie's car is Fernando. Fernando. So I sing it Fernando all the time. Sweet. So anyway, uh back to our famous Utah spends a lot of time up in Montana after that. Yeah, so he continues uh, supplying for the railroad and setting up general stores. The Rio Grande, the Denver and South Park Railroad, the Denver New Orleans Railroad, the Oregon Shortline Railroad. I gotta wonder too, like how good of a business partner this guy was. The number of people that like worked with him and then quickly got away from him. Mm -hmm. But what's funny is make me think he was probably a piece of shit. Maybe, but. The other partners like backed out, and he continued with it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And so he's just getting richer and oh, yeah. richer. Oh yeah, like he's just richer. making buttloads of money. But yeah, as you're reading through it, like almost every one of his business partners bail out at some point in time, and not like a short amount of t- not like a long amount of time. Like it's all within a year or two, they're bailing on him. Like I just don't think he was probably a great person to work with. Probably not, but he was a good businessman. I mean, on paper, anyway. Yeah. So he he uh, he ends up at one point buying uh, the Salt Lake City streetcar system. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and he's the one that turned it from mule drawn wagon to electric. To electric. That same streetcar system that doesn't exist anymore. You can actually still see some of the stuff from it uh, up in the Sugar House area, in the Sugar Hood area. If you take the S line, that's the old streetcar line, basically. Um, up in that area. So, and then one of his one of his bigger ventures is uh, the Anaconda Montana line needed deliveries of lumber, and so he took on the job. And it through it, he created a company to do it. It had eighty teams of horses and mules 
650 men, and they logged uh, the forest out of Mill Creek Canyon and took it by wagon to Butte, Montana. They built a flume. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, he started... Those of you who don't know what a flume is, just go to a, an amusement park and there'll be a flume there. The it, log flume ride. Splash Mountain is a flume ride. Yep. He, um, he uh, took over, he formed a company which took over what was the Salt Lake Herald, now is the Salt Lake Tribune, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, no, it was at the time it was Salt Lake Tribune's biggest competitor. Um, but he had taken over the, the big competitor of the main paper, um, and he uh, co-founded Utah Power Company. Uh, and then he decided to start traveling around the world a little bit. Um, and then uh, he built some more railroads, and then he decides that he wants to get into mining. Mm-hmm. So in the late 1850s, um, he forms this mining company uh, and goes down to Peru. So this is a dude... This is in the late 1800s. There's no air travel. Keep this in mind. It's, you take a trip to Peru. You're riding across the United States. It's trains, horseback, and boat. So he goes from Utah out to Europe. He goes on like a European sabbatical where he's in like France and England and a bunch of other fucking places in Europe. Comes back, decides, you know, I like mining. I think there's money in mining. I'm going to go to Peru. <laughs> As you do. Who's ever heard of Uvada, Utah? Uh, I don't think it exists anymore. It's a good question. You must have to click on it because that was the last bit of railway that he really built in the United States. It says the page has not been created. It's underlined, but it hasn't been created. Because I think that's bullshit. I think someone made that up. Uh, Let's go Uvada, Utah. Let's see. His is the only page that pops up. Yeah. I wonder if it was Milford to Nevada. Yeah. I don't. There's a. Because there would have been a railroad, a rail line that went south like that. Well, yeah, but it says Uvada, Utah, not Uva- Nevada, Utah. U- Uvada Road is like this weird road that goes between, uh, like weird part of Nevada and Utah. I don't know. It's like uh, three nineteen, right by three nineteen on the western. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really exist. There's no fucking place. <laughs> <there anymore. laughs> so I back to so anyway, he goes to Peru, and this this is where I mean, like he I, I don't know, like he fucking convinces the Peruvian government to give him a shit ton of money and land, like five, five million million acres, acres, um, so that he can create a rail line. And then he... And the rights to operate it for 25 years. Yeah. And then he <laughs> creates a mining company, uh, and they um, start mining primarily copper. Uh, it turns out that's like the largest copper investment anywhere, probably in the world outside the U.S. $30 million was invested in, in copper mining there. And this was back in 1916. So that's the kind of money this guy had, right? Um, and... 80% of the copper mined in the Pasco region came from his pit uh, in 1960. Like, he basically mined all the copper in Peru. And the biggest pit in Peru was named the McEwen Pit. Too bad he didn't fucking figure out that it was right there the whole time in Utah where he Kinda was caught. living. Because <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the Jerry, the Jerry, the Jimmy, I don't know. It's the fucking big copper pit. Um, but anyway, yeah, so he did a bunch of mining stuff down there. So he just kept making obscene amounts of money. Um, he eventually came back to Utah and died. But before that, he, no, he like, died abroad, but uh, he's oh, very, right. he here. died, but he like did England. come back and I guess he must've gotten bored with things cause he decides that he's going to run for Senate. 
Yeah, he started to ride and get into politics quite a bit and really sucked at it, actually. Um, so back in those days, um, the uh, states elected their senators, but it was done by the legislative body in a lot of states. So the Utah Senate basically would assign which people got to go, uh, the, the state legislature got to decide who would go to the national uh, body to represent the state. And they had to have a certain number. And he went through how many votes? It was like 146 or something different ballots mm-hmm. uh, and failed to win a victory. In fact, it was so contested that we just went without a senator in, for two years, in the government it? for two years. Yeah. And, and oh, let's bring that back. <laughs> so in 1899, and I'm not sure what why it changed, but there were 13 Republicans and 50 Democrats in the state legislature. Well, so back then, like the party shifted. There was a time yeah, in history. Yeah, back then Republicans were Democrats and Democrats were Basically right around the civil rights movement in the 50s and 60s, you started to see an ideology shift and Democrats became Republicans and Republicans became Democrats. That makes sense. Um, and um, so, yeah, so like Strom Thurmond was a Democrat. In the 1900, early 1900s, turned into a Republican. You know, the dude that was like fucking the Crypt Keeper when he finally died in office. They like practically died in Oh, yeah. Therm- like pro Jim Crow, like fucking racist motherfucker. Still managed to hold his seat for God knows how long. Strom Thurmond, that yeah. guy. I thought Warren Hatch was going to die in office like him, but. I happen. still say he was like weekend at Bernie's and he was dead that for the last two years. He might have been. He, he might have been. Do you hear anything about him now? No. No. Nope. I haven't heard anything from him. He might still be dead. but yeah he ran for office um uh a couple times and never really uh never really succeeded um so it's funny how it lists he was actively involved in politics in utah and then it like it's a whole paragraph of how connected he was and yet he couldn't win well there was a lot of um a lot of suggestion that so he was trying to actually we talked about this he was trying to take over canon's seat uh, you get, if you guys remember Martha Hughes Cannon, it was her husband's seat. She won that um, seat. Yeah, but it was her husband's seat at the time that they were trying to replace. Um, and there was rumor that he was bribing um, and trying to buy his yeah. vote within the Senate. And there's also rumor that he tried to get the LDS church uh-huh, to, uh-huh. to back him, to even back though they him. at the time said, we're not getting into local politics. Um, interesting to note, our town... Kearns Township is actually named after Thomas Kearns, Kearns. who ended up getting that seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ended up actually being the one that, the one that seat. I knew that. <laughs> Already. So he was a Mormon. I don't know if we well, said Actually, that. though, it's disputed if he's a Mormon. Nah. It, 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 it's got this list under his beliefs. There's a, a number of people, including several high-ranking LDS that said that he was kind to the church, but but never never, never like super active. So it, yeah. so it he was, was a, your typical rich dude that didn't tithe. It was a says. fact that he was he was indeed baptized at the age of eight, and he was married to his wife at, at, in the Mormon in the temple. temple. But that was it. LDS Church historian and member of the First Council of the Seventy said that in 1930, McCune was not a church member, but his wife was. But they got married in the temple, and he was baptized in the church. Mm-hmm. I don't know how all that funky shit works with weird church things. So. No. Uh, he was baptized by proxy in 1969. So, and he, I mean, he lived for a long time. Um, you know, he was 71 when he died, I think. Yeah. Uh, they moved out to California. 
uh, because it was a little bit better climate. Um, and then his um, wife passed away in California. Yeah. And then he went to France. And died in France not too long after that. Ended up dying in France, and then they sent his body back. So we we got to talk briefly about the house, because that's what everybody knows. But I don't necessarily want to make it about the house. No, 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 we we can for sure talk about the house. So if you've never seen it, it's what, 4th North and Main Street? Is that it? 400 North Main Street? Let me see if that's the address. So you can actually go see the the mansion. So Preservation Utah, uh, who we've we've had on the, uh, the show. Um, the McCune Mansion. 200 North Main Street. Okay. 200 North Main. Um, it is a, it is a absolutely beautiful mansion. Um, it is, you can actually, um, tour it, um, through, uh, Preservation Utah. Which, because of COVID, it's currently closed, but they're talking about having it reopened in August, tentatively. But you can do, um, private tours, you can do guided tours. So a little bit about the house, uh, They'd kind of hopped around from different places. They'd lived with people. They'd rented other houses. And then right around 1900, they decided that they wanted to finally build a house. So they hired uh, the Salt Lake architect, S.C. Dallas, uh, and sent him on a two-year study abroad in Europe, paid the whole trip for him to to study European architecture because that's what they wanted. Why were those So days? they paid for the architect to go study architecture somewhere else. For two years. To That's get, to get fucking ideas. wild. Uh, and so th- the house, um, he basically gave his wife a blank checkbook and said, "Whatever you want." And so most of the most of the tile, the woodwork, it's all still original too. They've really kept it historic. White grained mahogany Imported. from South Africa. Red roof tiles came from the Netherlands. There's an enormous broad mirror that was transported from Germany. Mm-hmm. And that big dining room, that mirror is beautiful. As, as the woodwork was, as some of the woodwork, like in the entryway, took two years. Took woodworkers two years to do because it's it's handmade, hand carved. They only lit, and this mansion was built in like the earlyish 1900s. 1900. It was built in 1900, and they were only in Salt Lake for like less than 20 years. Yeah. Mansion. Well, so they lived in it a few years. Uh, well, one more thing. They said that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Because I forgot about that. The McEwens stopped counting the cost after it reached five hundred thousand. They just stopped counting. Yeah. Uh, but this would have been in nineteen hundred. Yeah, and and they only lived in it for a few years before donating it to the church. To the church, and then they moved of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. You yeah. know the Mormons. Yeah, that that church, not the actual church, which is the Catholic church. Right. Um. But yeah, so they they donate it to the church, which it then becomes like a like a, a fine arts center at one point. It was a school for a while. Yeah. Then it got sold back into private hands in 1973. And then it went through a huge restoration in 2000 or 2001. It became the Virginia Danner, Tanner Modern Dance School. And there's like uh there's the haunted places Utah according to Strangling Brothers. There's like a fake ghost picture on there. I've never heard of that mansion being haunted, by the way. It is, though. <laughs> Everything's haunted. No. I saw a meme true. the other day that was like, why are all ghosts from the from the 18th century or whatever? Because <laughs> that's when ghosts were more prominent. <laughs> well, that's when people died. We don't let people die anymore. So, yeah, he died March 28th, 1927 in Cannes. Cannes, am I saying that right? France. Cannes. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. his body was brought back and he was buried in Nephi next to his wife. 
So interesting. I, I was kind of surprised there wasn't a little bit more about him. I just think because he was all over the place, Maybe. like he wasn't in Utah. I mean, he, he ended up being he in Utah for back, a long though. time, right? Like he did make this his home. He built a fucking mansion here. Well, and he, he, he put a lot of his money into Utah. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he started a lot of really important stuff like Utah power and stuff like that. That's all really important, uh, stuff, but, uh, yeah, he. I think maybe because he moved around so much, maybe. I wonder what um, the family did, because it's not like you hear about that family. It's not like the Eccles. No, and, it's not like the Eccles or the, um, what's the other big one? The, like the Huntsmans. Or, yeah, these other families that are all over Utah. Uh, well, I again, I get the impression. That maybe they're like the Logan Eccles. <laughs> <laughs> I get the impression, that, and I, you know, I can't speak to this, but I get the impression he wasn't well-beloved. By the way, Uvada is on the border of Utah and Nevada, so but it's, it's like Uvada. in the middle of fucking nowhere. That makes sense. Um, in Iron County, uh, I I just don't I I get the impression based on like how quickly business partners left and how much stuff he did, and like the church questioning his membership status. My guess is he wasn't super duper charitable. You don't hear about foundations that he started or anything right. like that. Um, you know, he was like an original immigrant worker guy by going to Peru and, and, uh, slave labor down there probably for those mines. I don't know. One of the, one of the leaders of the church quoted something to the effect that he lost his faith because money was more important to him. (laughs) And that I believe, that I believe he's, he seems like a very shrewd, like he was a very shrewd business guy. And so. To start out by selling hay and end up with the the empire that he did. That's why I say it, it just, I, it's it's strange you don't really hear anything about the family unless they all just left Utah and. But look, this goes to show you if you're a piece of shit, it doesn't matter how much money you have, people won't talk about you. Except for the new Utah podcast, we'll talk about you. We'll talk about <laughs> you. No, but seriously, that's that's my biggest guess as to why there wasn't more information on him. Is he was one of the wealthiest men in Utah? Yeah, but hey, it's seventy seven in Uvada right now. <laughs> My God. With an 11% humidity. I don't want you to bitch to me tomorrow when your fucking phone tells you Uvada's temperature and not Kern's temperature. And you're like, it's so, oh, it's not. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody live in Uvada? Population three. Or is it like. I don't know. Here's here's the road conditions. Hold on. (laughs) What? No. It's taking a second. The road conditions. It's taking a second to load. Dirt and gravel. So, oh my God, there's a, there's a Facebook page for Uvada. Oh boy. So I thought, I I thought we could do one of these two things. I don't think we need to do both of them. Before we do that. No. Yes, because it's Utah related. I forgot of an event that does tie into the farmer's market. Did I talk about this last week? They are doing a craft market for the vendors that are unable to sell. Yeah, you mentioned a little bit. Just a reminder, uh, they're doing it at the Gateway, and it is every Sunday from 10 to 2. Nice. Um, That's good. Yeah, so it gives a lot of the craft vendors an opportunity to sell that cannot sell. Your soap and your art and your crack. It's very interesting, though. I just want to make a... made this observation with Trina over the weekend that they are allowing a very small handful of food trucks at the Wheeler Farm Farmer's Market, but not at the downtown. And it's the same health department, so... it's The food trucks are allowed to operate. I think... 
So this is this is what I think. The food truck doesn't have to have a, a permit to park on the street. It would. Need- They're not. They're set up the exact same as they are every year. Well, who knows? So uh, Allison keeps saying, "Just call me and get me on." So we'll have to. Do I want her to come here? If she's not comfortable to come into our studio, then <laughs> I know. <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> Derek Kitchen was like, "How are you doing this?" I'm like, "It's just the comfortability of the guest." Yeah. <laughs> However you, you want. If you want to come, be in studio, or you want to do Skype, we'll, we'll do either. We're fine. Yes, but we, not Zoom. We respect your right to choose. How comfortable you are with COVID, but wear a fucking, oh Jesus, wear a fucking mask. And put it over your nose. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Stop please. wearing it under your nose. Stop walking around with your dick out of your, your face mask. Yeah. Like fucking peeing out of your pee hole. If I want to yeah, see that, out I'll of your ask. pee hole is a real thing. Uh, so which one of these do you guys want to do? I saw both of these. We, I found some some fun stuff to finish the show because I don't think we've done enough of this lately, Let's and I really do the like the bucket it. list one. Right. Do you okay. really have to fix my Evernote because I can't get to any of my passwords and log into any of my shit? Okay, I will. Uh, <laughs> I'll help with that. Now our listeners know. Yep. Bree stores all her passwords in her Evernote. Duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> Evernote. Oh, fuck me. Evernote's a good program. I, uh, <laughs> I thought your mic fell for a second because you no, like faded away. It was my it was my pen. <sighs> and I had to reach it. Uh, okay, so we're this is um, from a actually a blog called the Temple Square blog, and it is uh, your Utah bucket list. So these are um, things that you should do in Utah, and we've talked about some of them, but um, these are things that you should do in Utah, and uh, most of them don't really cost much. So what? Why are you shaking I your head? I definitely would not do the first one. My cousin has, but I'm going to call that a, a no-go yeah. for me. Did Cassie actually do it? No, because it was right at, shoot, they were going to go the weekend after that girl died last year. Oh, or the year yeah. before last. It's kind of a buzzkill. Someone dies falling off Angel's Landing. You're like, yeah, maybe we'll hike Angel's Landing then. Uh, so Angel's Landing is the first one. And that Angel's Landing. Why hasn't Angie hiked that? Yeah, she has. And her videos scare the fuck out of me. I'm like, why would you want to be up there? One of my coworkers did too. Yeah, no. I totally get it. Like, the view is spectacular and breathtaking. But it's and, not worth dying. But look, you're not going to die unless you're fucking stupid. I guarantee there you. There is a chain up there that you can hold on the to. The people <laughs> that die. And it's on the, it's on the inside though. But I guarantee you the people that fucking die. Trying to get selfies. Yeah, they're trying to take pictures, and they're not fucking paying attention. My problem is, if you've ever watched me hike, I don't fucking stay standing on flat dirt paths that are six feet wide. I fucking trip all the time, <laughs> and I hike a lot. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't. And go. while I think I could complete Angel's Landing, there's no fucking way I do it because I probably would fall off because I fell. Because I'm an idiot. Not because he was <laughs> no selfish, selfie. just tripping. But anyway, Angel's Landing is a world-renowned uh, hike, and um, definitely something you should have on your bucket list if you like the outdoors. <clears throat> well, just do it at the end of your bucket list. Then, if you die, it doesn't matter. Just do it when you're seventy. <laughs> like, oh, I got COVID. I'm going to go hike Angel's Landing. Um, <laughs> the second one is to stargaze in Bryce Canyon National Park. Are all the national parks open now? Uh, limitedly, yes, I think so. Yeah. Um, and, um, Grand County looks like it'll be the next mandatory mask. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That's, that's Moab, by the way, for people that don't know. That's, that doesn't surprise me at all because it's, uh, the tourist season. Yeah, it's really, that's, that's it. We just need to keep Iron County mask free 
until at least August 8th. And you know, I, I would so say. So that I can go to my daughter's graduation. <laughs> so this is the, it says that Bryce Canyon holds some of the best views and one of the best places in the nation to see night skies in any season. But I will say this. You don't have to go all the way to Bryce Canyon to do it. There are plenty. We talk about them every time they get listed. Are you doing the dark sky stuff? Yeah. 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 So there are plenty of other dark skies, uh, parks and monuments and places that you can go really close to Salt Lake Valley even. So one of my new favorite things that I found I can do on my phone is astrophotography. And so I went to go try to get pictures this weekend, but since it's not very active, blah, blah, blah. So in mid-August is the Perseids, which is one of the most active. That's a big and I'm going, I'm going to Capitol Reef and camping for my first time over it. And I'm so excited. So, uh, that was just confirmed today. So Arches National Park is a dark sky park, Canyonlands, Dead Horse Point State Park, National Bridges, Hovenweep National Monument, Rainbow Bridge, Capitol Reef, Bryce, Goblin Valley, this is amazing. Cedar Breaks, Torrey, Antelope Island, North Fork part, Park of Ogden Valley, which is cool. I didn't know that. Actually, I did because that there's a, an observatory up there. I just learned. Um, Steinecker State Park, um, which is out by Vernal, uh, Dinosaur National Monument, Helper, it's really amazing that we have that That's many a dark, lot sky of dark parks. Sky. And again, the dark sky parks are places where they've been rated for viewing stars because there's not a lot of light pollution or there's no light pollution. So like if you've ever been to if you ever try to look up at the sky in Salt Lake City, you don't see a lot of stars. There's like I thought there were only three stars in the sky. I actually yeah. did a did a house kind of out by Morgan just a few months ago and part of the they it must be part of one of those areas because we had to put special rated outdoor lights on the house. Yep. And there could only be two. That's amazing. Yep. Five it's... Mile was pretty awesome looking like south and west. But when I turned to look east, like you could definitely see uh, a glow. Anyways, so it's cool. Uh, river rafting in Moab is another one. And um, so... The Colorado River is a very big and long river, uh, and it runs outside of Moab, and uh, there's a lot of whitewater rapids down there. A lot of people like to raft the Colorado around Moab, um, and so that's something you should do. Go raft the Colorado River. I'm good. <laughs> um, We've been invited to go rafting up in Teton. Oh, really? The snake? By, up, yeah, wherever wherever Teton Whitewater does their stuff up yeah, in... Yeah, that's Snake River. Yeah, we've been invited to go oh, by the people that we insure. That's fucking cool. I'd love to do yeah, that. Yeah, they want us fun. to go. Uh, you can well hunt on the Great Salt Lake. That's another bucket list. I, I mean, sail. Sorry. They're <laughs> very similar. There are two whales out there. That's actually how you well hunt is with a sailboat. <laughs> um, but actually, I, I guess once you get onto the lake and away from the shore, it doesn't stink. Uh, like brine shrimp. Um, it smells so wiener. bad, though. They'll eat your wiener. <laughs> They'll eat your wiener. <laughs> um, but there, a lot of people do sail out there. Yeah, right? they have a whole marina full of sailboats. Yeah, it's it's a big, big lake for sailing. Lots of wind out there, that open area. So, um, And they do like uh, the, the lake cruises. Remember, we've talked about oh, yeah. those, like the dinner cruises on the lake. Um, so that might be something fun to do. Uh, hardware ranch sleigh rides. What the fuck? Why would you go to Hardware Ranch? 
because uh, it's super awesome. My friend and her husband went and did it, and it was beautiful. So it's up out of Logan. Yeah. And they do, oh, they do sleigh rides on snow uh, and around the elk. And yes. then it's a whole thing, and it's a dinner at the lodge. Majestic. And a, really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. That actually sounds a little more cool now that I understand. That sounds like something I would want to do. All right. Date what? night in the winter. In the winter. It's a little cold, but... January date I can night. wear warm things. Yep. Yep. I'll give I have her some, some really cute boots I haven't worn yet. <laughs> Slipper, some Spanish fly. I hear that warms you up. I don't know. I don't know. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, experience the fall colors in Utah. You can do this uh, any, any fall uh, up any canyon. There are gobs and gobs of beautiful, vibrant, colored stuff. Gobs. Gobs and gobs. Relax in Utah's oh, natural hot springs. Look, which, by the way, are still closed. I mean, technically. I'm sure people still go to them. Diamond Fork is closed. But there's a, there's a few of them. It's not just Diamond Fork. Um, there's other bunch of geothermal areas. There is. So. Actually, there is, there is one that is down south, the one with the bathtubs. You can reserve. Oh, really? Time, yeah. The weird bathtub. Yeah. Those are cool. I've seen pictures. I've it's never been weird. there. I go there. And you can camp weird. there. Yeah, I knew oh, that. that's what I should do for my birthday. The mud like flows through the bathtubs of this bunch of old bathtubs. Yeah, it's just a bunch of old bathtubs that they left that water. You. It's it's cool. It's kind of cool. Again. Um, bobsled ride uh, at the Olympic Park. Highly recommended. Both in the summer and winter, it's available. Yep. It is it's, more expensive to do it in the winter though exponentially. <laughs> a lot fucking faster and a lot smoother and probably way more g forces. I mean, yeah, although the dry one was really fast and they were saying it's pretty comparable. So no, thank you. Um, but it it's was, so really, it was so it's fun. It's fun. It's fucking. It was, it. it was even way more intense than skydiving. Did it, you old man. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it is super intense for like 40 of the 60 seconds you're on it. Yep. <laughs> I bet. And then you're like, well, this, like right as you kind of start to settle in, like it stops. It's like 63 seconds. Yeah. Like <laughs> right as you start to settle in, it like stops and you're like, damn it. I saw my photo on the side of my fridge with my time. Like, I don't know how. Like after a roller having, coaster. Like, at the, towards the end, you're, you're finally starting to like it. Yeah. yeah and after having done that, <laughs> I really have no idea how people train for that because that is so, like, it's just so intense. Like, you basically, my guess is you start by training for it by doing it, like, 500 times so it's no longer intense. Uh, I wish I could remember the answer because I asked the gal in the office that because they had like readily available Tylenol because yeah. the G-forces were so, were it's so like seven, crazy. It's like seven Gs uh, on one of the turns, I think they said. I would say it was probably even more intense than um, the aerobatic flight that I did too. Oh, I'm sure. It was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, hike Mount Temp, uh, Mount Timpanogos. And this um, is not to the cave. This is to the summit. Yeah, this is actually to the summit. This, this was is a, the goal that we had that we we're probably not going to make. Until I fucked up my foot at the cave last year. But we'll do it again. Maybe next year we'll we'll have that as our summer goal. We started a little late this year because of COVID. Um, you could still do it because probably you wouldn't make it all the way up anyways because there's still snow up there. So Yeah, there is still snow up there. You can year. climb over it, but. It's just glacial pack. There used to be a glacier up there. Oh, I know. Uh, Midway Swiss Days, which is not going to happen, I'm guessing. Uh, it's normally in <laughs> yeah, August. This article, by the way, is from 2017, but most of these things are pretty timeless. So, 
You can go to Midway, though. Midway's a cool little place, but Swiss Days is one of their big um, festivals. There's no way that's happening in August. Uh, you could fly fish the Provo River, and this is actually... The Provo River is super popular for fly fishing. Also, in the summertime, for tubing. Don't do it. No, You'll it's die. fucking fun. Do it. No. You'll be fine. You'll die. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, you could paddleboard Lake Powell. Uh, I would be wary to get in it because you'll just have muscles all over fucking everything. They attach to your legs, the paddleboard. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whatever you do, do not put your Barnacles. boat. Do not put your boat. Yeah, you in don't the Lake mean Powell. muscles, babe. <laughs> no, they're muscles. They, they are a type of muscles. Oh. They're, they're, they're muscles. That's exactly. But what I thought you were talking about muscles because you're like you'll have mar- muscles everywhere, and I'm like thinking, what's bad uh, about? Yeah, that? I mean the I mean the shellfish that are invasive and fuck. That they check that, your boats for. Yeah, that they they find the shit out of you, and they don't let you into other marinas if you've been in Lake Powell in like the last year and a half. Like I'm not even kidding because Lake Powell is so fucking infested with those things. Um, see a play at uh, Tuacon. Tuacon. That's not happening. Nope, nope, no plays at Sundance. But Raspberry Days at Bear Lake is happening. When is Raspberry Days? It is at the beginning of August. You know why? The first they weekend. They don't give a they fuck. They don't give it. Yeah, no, they like they have canceled a lot of the things. The rodeos canceled, the five Ks canceled, the parades canceled, but they are still having uh things. Like, I've just been following their we're, page. So. Are, do you go up there for that? Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. going to go up like the week after that, I think. Yeah, the cause... they have like a little festival, like a little fair that, as far as I know, is still going because I was talking to one of the vendors this last weekend, so. And then the last one on this list is to hike Calf Creek Falls, isn't it? Just one more? Yeah. Um, oh, is the Temple Square is the last one? Oh, yeah. Which is... Which That's is, not happening. Oh, either. my cousin just hiked. One of my cousins just hiked this and I and she said it was amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of really good. Just go hiking, right? Like that's a. That's <laughs> you guys a, skip over visit Temple Square. Well, <laughs> for one, it's I, closed. Yeah, you can't right now. But right, because it's under construction for like four had, years. We've had a lot of guests say to visit that. You guys want to collect this other one? We've had a lot, lot of guests over the the years that we've been doing the show say. Go see Temple Square. Even but all of their reasons guests. has been really yeah. cool, and they've all been different, which is awesome. From architecture to, um, you know, molestation to the choir, I don't know. Space don't Jesus. Yeah. yeah. That's the number one reason. Get yourself in Don't worry, Space, space Jesus. Jesus is in storage. He will be safe. He will He'll be. will come out of the closet eventually. <laughs> I don't so know. He, they didn't keep Moroni very safe. That's true. Well, his horn fell out during the during the quake. Moroni uh, has done his job well, being a lightning rod. Uh, his horn, however, ushered in the beginning of the end, which was the it quake. ushered in COVID. Quake. Yep. Yeah, the COVID Basically. quake. COVID quake. That's what we're going to call it. It's the COVID quake. It's the coronavirus. <laughs> you know, my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> Corona. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I did hear from him, and he said that he's totally in for coming onto the show. So, <laughs> you know, one of my favorite things, uh, one of my really like while we were doing the show, uh-huh. you heard from him. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, one of one of my favorite things about uh, I don't even know what I was saying now. Sorry, I was talking about <laughs> your favorite uh, thing about Karens or COVID. Oh, What's no. your choice uh, about COVID? It's about <laughs> COVID. Is um, all the music that uh, people are making up now for how fucking shitty 2020 is, and they're like they're talking about 2020 can go fuck itself. Sirius XM did a 
uh, the, the volume station that I talk about that I listen to all the time did a battle. So they like every week they'd pick new ones to put up against ones that had already been created. And like, uh, it was awesome. <laughs> They're so good. Like I heard one today. Um, and it's, it's like, I thought 2020 was going to be great, <laughs> but I started out by puking. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you know, from drinking too much, probably. <laughs> like, and then in the background, you're seeing shit like pictures of Kobe Bryant. Because he fucking died this he did, year. The that was 2020. Yep. Like, <laughs> on a good note, it will be very interesting at the the end of the year to see how the DABC list goes because there's an article in the Trib today that talked about how Utahns are drinking nicer stuff in quarantine so <laughs> maybe maybe fireball will not be uh wait what was barton's barton's <laughs> that and was... fireball those were the two i will tell you i went to the liquor store i have this is the first time I've, I've gone uh in uh dc gone to the liquor store during covid uh i went this last week and um so i've told you about the pallets of fireball mm-hmm. oh we've seen them yep they're still there but they built nice boxes so the pallets sit like down in the box so it looks like a nice display stack so it doesn't look quite so white trash. but it's straight up still just a pallet like it's three <laughs> pallets high and you can see the pallets underneath but it's got this nice like wooden box they built so it looks nicer and while i was there some dumbass bitch dropped a fucking huge bottle of wine and shattered it all over oh the floor. no you know like does some- she have a mask on though uh, yeah, she had to. They don't let you in. There's someone posted at the you door. You didn't that tell me about you that. In. You went to the liquor store. And, well, I was kind of happy. Listen, all those videos that are going around with crazy Karens. There was one that was in a Trader Joe's. They said she had her mask on in the line all the way till she got to the door and she took it off and threw the fit inside. I saw the video, but I didn't realize that she oh, had it on. Also, in line waiting to get in. Yeah. And then she took it off and threw a fit. In, in, uh, pride tradition, even though we didn't have a pride parade and, and everything, um, uh, um, Mountain West Cider, uh, oh, yeah. released Gay Ruby. Gay Ruby, which I grabbed a bottle of while I was at the liquor store. Oh, nice. Um, or Ruby Gay is what I like and did, to think. Did they do another husband's that has a different yes. label too? Yeah. Yes, they have a How COVID label. Okay, you didn't get me a COVID COVID. Oh, plate. they have a COVID label? I don't know if it, it might just be on the sanitizers, oh. but I'm not sure. But I they also, they're doing a different... A different five husbands. Yes. But they're not going to release it until next year. Oh, okay. Because they didn't want to do it during... I need to get that. They didn't want to do it during COVID. They wanted to have a big release yeah, for did, it, so... We talked to him about that a little bit, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't remember if we said. talked about it on mic. Yeah, that's a good question. Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, there's two things that you need to know um, after I tell you some other information you need to know. So, the first thing that you need to know is that we're on Twitter. Um, Jeremy's not allowed, so we're still on Twitter. <laughs> at TNU Podcast. Also on Instagram, which is quickly becoming the better Twitter. Um, there's uh, also Facebook, the New Utah Podcast, um, and our website, the New Utah. Which is not the better. Dot com. What the Facebook? No, Facebook sucks. I hate Facebook. It's, it's okay. Every time I get on it to do stuff, I'm like, I fucking hate this site. <laughs> it's so. It just. It's and like it's funny because now doing all the advertising for the show, like the little that I do, I have to jump through like fucking massive hoops every time, like all these That's fucking... That's because I keep writing shady SEO. <laughs> and, put it, and putting like fucking videos of shit up that they find offensive, like that Napoleon Dynam- Dynamite video last week or two weeks ago, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They like rejected the ad. 
the the post boost because they thought it was uh um I don't know against their terms or something. <laughs> Not because it was a video clip, <laughs> but like that had sexual content or something. There's nothing sexual about Napoleon Dynamite. No, not a goddamn <laughs> thing in the whole fucking show. You think it anybody wants to mess with me when I'm wearing these bad boys? <laughs> you think I'd go home to start every night? <laughs> I don't even remember which one. It I was posted. a clip of the. It was a liger clip where he's drawing the liger oh, on the yeah. stairs because we talked about the liger in that what? episode. Yeah. Wait, did the one get flagged with the grandma? No. Oh, just the fucking liger one. I don't do it all the time, but I will say, I will say, uh, it's it's and in talking to some other folks too, like COVID has definitely slammed podcasting because people aren't commuting. For sure. Oh, but our numbers are going back up on the website, so that's uh, yeah, good. Yeah, they're going back up uh, listener-wise, too. Um, <sighs> not where they should be, but that's like post-COVID. Again, D.C. during COVID is a problem. That's why we're timeless. That's the best thing. That's podcasting. So, two things. Two thumbs up. Two things. These are somewhat timely because, uh, at least one of them, because it's fucking July 4th season. Don't it's fucking not check light fucking shit on July fire. Whole season. It, it like it the is whole month next, is yeah, yeah. It's it's this weekend. Don't light anything on fire. Don't light your own fireworks. Just fucking save your money. Don't unless spend you have a box money. like Jeremy that that tips over and kills itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it, the box doesn't tip over. The firework tips, tips over, over in, the, in box. the box. Whatever. If it tips over, which it shouldn't. Yeah, because he has it sandwiched, squished together with boards. I know that Chris is like super disappointed that I won't go with him to your house. <laughs> I I do I would contribute to Jeremy's fireworks display. I think it would be fun. Um, but I'm sorry I can't leave my Furbies. They'll be fine. I'm gonna feed Phoebe in the yard in the dark. Just yeah, our our trainer there. said to feed the dog like a chicken in the dark when the fireworks are going off and because they're so concentrated. Not feed them a chicken, but feed them like, like it, a chicken. I said chicken. like a chicken. Yeah, but the way it was said, like... Feed them my, my like trainer, a chicken. My trainer said feed them like a chicken in the dark. That's not how I said it. Go get it. <laughs> anyway, so that you feed, not, you spread their food whoa. like feed, like chicken feed, and then they're so busy rooting around in the grass while the fireworks are going off, it kind of desensitizes them to that. Until they're not quite as jumpy. They're not. Our dogs are not Ebo. They don't eat chickens whole. Well, they still walk and talk. Or alive. Or uh, rip their wings Try the off. calming stuff. I'm telling you, it works. Yeah, I, I might do that. Give them a little chamomile tea beforehand. Might, might actually give Chopper some CBD. I don't think Phoebe gives a shit. Um, we'll see. She might bark at him like, motherfuckers, get out of my yard. I know you're fucking over there. I can hear you. Oh, my gosh. The stupid neighbor was in his yard, and I thought she was going to have a freaking... Yeah. Last thing I'm going to say, uh, and then we'll we'll be done. Um, so thanks for listening. If you're still with us, you probably tuned out by now. Um, but last thing I'm, I'm going to say is wear a mask. I'm I'm as anti-COVID as the next person, but I fucking wear a mask every time I'm out in public. Every time. Because it's the reasonable, responsible thing to do. Yeah. 